Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. So glad to be back with you again today on Everyday Revival. Hope you've had a great week. We're going to get back into these things again, talking about the real or what is truth in the days we live in. I tell you what, it's, they're exciting days we, we're living in. I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm not uh, discouraged. I'm actually encouraged because we're living in the greatest time that the world has ever seen, and he's prepared us, and we were born for this time. I'm excited about it. Last time we left off, we're talking about quiet quitting. Do you remember that? We were talking about the real and truth and how the world sees truth and what's really real and what's actually not truth. And uh, two things that'll keep us from walking in the fullness of truth or, or reality, which is really him, right? The Bible, the, the things that we know, the things that we stand on. And hopefully these things are encouraging you. Um, but we talked about quiet quitters. In other words, people that go through the motions in their life, but their heart has been removed from it. They've either had hurts or tragedy, or they've not been doers of the word, actually. Some people, what happens is they hear the word and they hear the word, but they're not doers of the word. And so nothing changes in their life and they're self-deceived. We didn't get into that last time, but that is actually a part of quiet quitting because uh, they don't see any change in their life. And because there's no change, they think that actually God isn't working. uh, And so they become deceived. And really, in reality or truth about the matter is that if they will be doers of the word and they will put their foot forward and they will be hungry for God and do their part, there are changes that will take place and it'll turn their whole life and their situations around. So we, uh, we talked about Ephesians 2, that God has prepared paths for us to walk in. So it is his design for us to be used in these last days and in, in, in our lives to be uh, instruments for him, right, in our workplace, in, in, in anywhere we go, if we're, if we're mothers, it, when we're going to the grocery store, he's created for us a plan, a path to walk in. But we've got to discover what the truth is about that. We've got to get into the word for ourselves. We've got to discover the plan that he has for us because it's a good plan. He said that, that he had made, uh, made us to be great on the inside, right? Because he's done great things in us. And so we can't just throw these things out out the window and quiet quit on the inside. And so today we're going to talk about number two and uh, things that keep us from walking in the fullness of truth. Well, a lot of times comparison can keep us from walking in the truth of God's word or the the reality of of things. A lot of times, if we start comparing ourselves with others, my goodness, we get into such a ditch um, on on one side and the enemy, the devil just comes in and he just, he'll just start eating our lunch. I like what one person said. They said he'll eat our lunch and leave a note that God did it, saying that God did it. 
So he'll eat it and then he'll make it look like it was God who did it. But what we have to do is we have to be really compare, uh, uh, careful of comparing ourselves to other people. Because, you know, in life, and I had written this down a while ago. I mean, this, this was many years ago, but I wrote this down and I, I look at it every once in a while. And it says, in life, you will be tempted to compare, to quit, to compete, to despair, to stray, to pull back, to settle, and to be smug and lazy. And in big capital letters, it says, don't do it. So in our lives, we will be tempted to compare ourselves to others. We'll be tempted to quit. We'll be tempted to compete with others. I mean, and hey, listen, this isn't just, we're, we're talking to people, hopefully, I know you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't hungry for God, but we're talking about people that are spirit-filled Christians on fire for God, um, where the enemy will come in and he'll start putting little seeds on the inside through somebody else. Yeah, their ministry's bigger. Yeah, their church is bigger. Yeah, they're better at this than you are. Yeah, you're not going to make it. Yeah, you're not a good mom. Yeah, you're... So what happens is it's, and of course, that's a whole nother lesson, whole nother podcast on how, how we think about things and what we allow to come into our minds and our thinking. But we have to be careful that we don't let those thoughts that come in to, to, from the enemy and we don't let them go down in de- into our hearts and get roots. Because what happens when they do, we will be quiet quitters. We will not succeed in life, right? Because then things start getting skewed. Then uh, we start getting lied to by the enemy, right? And we start uh, seeing things in a different light. And we're like, before we know it, we're off in a ditch somewhere. And we've missed out on what really is truth. And we can't even hear the sermons anymore. We'll be in church and we'll be sitting there and we're sitting there uh, uh listening on the inside to what the enemy has 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 put in us and and tried to get us to think on and we're sitting there in church and we can't even hear what the what the message is about because we're pulled away by comparison comparing comparing our spiritual lives to somebody else and growth and comparing what we have in in the natural you know well that person always gets their prayers answered why don't i get my prayers answered and why isn't this working that's the enemy and we need to realize that and really put our finger on that and say, that's not God's thoughts. That's the enemy coming in. And, uh, you know, because listen, as Christians, we are created. We were created by God to create, to excel, and to prosper in life. That's what we were created for. He wants us to excel and to prosper and to go forward. Uh, but but what happens is when the enemy comes in and he starts lying to us and getting us to compare with others, the uh, these things on the inside we get stifled. Uh, things we lose our vision, and uh, when we do that, we do start competing with other people. We get and then what happens is we get into comparison. Then we start despairing on the inside. We start pulling back. You know, anytime I've I've seen in pastoring, anytime people begin to pull back. And, you know, 
they or they'll say, you know, well, church is I'm, I'm too busy with church. What happens is really they're either comparing themselves to others or they've they've quit on the inside. They're quiet quitters. They start pulling back. The enemy's been lying to them. They don't realize that it's the enemy's thoughts, and they start they start uh, getting cut off from their help. And what is that? We go back to the beginning, the first podcast on this, that our help is the Word. We get established in the Word. We get rooted and grounded, and we can't be easily moved. It, it isn't easily easy to move us from our position in, in our local church. Our local church is our help. Our local church and our pastors, that's our help. That's not our, our enemy. That's our help. And so, but the enemy gets us to, to skew it. He gets it skewed in our minds, and we get all mixed up. But we're here today to, to loose that. We're going to get that out of our lives so we can go forward in these last days. So we don't want to lose our vision. Uh, he needs us all in these last days. He needs all hands on deck. He needs us all busy until his return. Listen, he needs all ages, I, all ages. I know 80-year-old uh, women preacher. I, I, we just uh, had a service with one. Just fiery, preaching the word of God. We need, we need people 80. We need people 90 preaching. We need people sharing the gospel with people. And then we need 12-year-olds and 10-year-olds in their schools sharing the gospel on fire for God. We need 30-year-olds. I tell you, the enemy, the devil, is not going to have this generation. The enemy is going to take his hands off of the minds of the 20, 30, and 40-year-olds who have pulled back, who have been lured away by all the things that are out there, all the counterfeits. I'm telling you, it is the day of revival. He is coming back soon, and he is shaking this nation. He is shaking people, and he's waking people up. I believe it in Jesus' name. So comparison. We get off on comparison. Uh, let's look at John chapter 15. John chapter 15 and uh, in verse 16. John 15, 16. If you have your Bibles, if not, you can just listen here. It says, you didn't choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. These things I command you that you love one another. So he didn't, we didn't choose him. He chose us, and he appointed us that we should go and bear fruit, and that our fruit should remain. So I'm not in competition with anybody. I'm doing what he told me to do. He, he has us doing what we're supposed to do. We're running our race. I, I like, you know, in my book, I, uh, uh, Pursuit, I talk about this. I talk about staying in your own lane. That's what the Holy Ghost shared with me, about staying in your own lane. I can't, I used to run track when I was in, when I was in high school, and I ran in, uh, in college. I ran cross country and, and in high school. And, you know, when you run track especially, they tell you, you don't look beside you and turn around and look behind you. you. You can't go fast when you do that. You have to look straight ahead and keep your eyes on that finish line because that's where you're going, and you're going to have the most, uh, uh, um, you know, 
you're going to have the most power when you're doing that because you're and you're not going to lose time when you turn around and look to the side and look around you and look behind you you're going to lose seconds off your time and so we have to stay in our lane and do what God's put in our heart to do we need to stay connected to our local church churches we need to stay grounded and rooted in the things of God so that we can grow and we can change and we can go forward and and, and it says right here that our fruit would remain in other words he has fruit for you in your lives and that fruit's going to remain and stay he has people for you to reach that I can't reach he has people for you to talk to that I'll never be able to talk to your reach is your world He's called you to your world, to your sphere of influence. And so he wants you to reach them. Isn't that good news? Let's look at Colossians 1.9. Colossians 1.9. And it says right here in Colossians 1.9, For this reason we also, since the day we heard of it, don't cease to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, listen to this, fully pleasing him and being fruitful, there's that word again, fruitful, in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Let's stop right there. That you might walk worthy of him. That's my, that's my whole goal in life, is that I might please him. That when I wake up in the morning, my life pleases him. What I do, what I put my hand to every day, am I doing it for the right motives? Am I doing it for the right reason? Or am I looking around trying to compare myself on Facebook to everybody else? I don't even go on Facebook on Sundays and Wednesdays because I know I'm not, I know everybody's going to put all their stuff all over Facebook. I'm not comparing myself to other people. I'm running the race. We're running the race that God has set for us right? That we, and it says right here that I might fully please him. He didn't ask me to run somebody else's race. He didn't ask you to, to do somebody else's race. He asked you to run your race. What are you doing today to run your race? Are you being fruitful in every good work? And it says, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Do you have your personal time with him every day? Are you hungry and thirsty for him? Are you asking him, Lord, show me, show me what you have for me and my family this year? No, I'm not waiting until December to see what you have for me this year. I'm, I'm pursuing you every day of my life. In fact, you know, this is the end of March. I thank you that March you've blessed me. I thank you, though, that in April you have great things for me. You have great and mighty things for my family, and I'm pursuing you with everything. I'm not comparing myself to other people myself to other people. I'm not comparing my life. I'm not going to pull back and be caught in, in, this, in this trap of comparison with others. I'm not going to listen to the lies of the enemy. I'm not going to be deceived. The number one tactic of the enemy in, this la- in these last days, I believe, is deception. There are so many things you have to be, we have to be so careful about what we listen to. We have to be so careful about who we hang around. We have to be so careful about what we listen to on YouTube and on, di- on the different things, the different platforms that we listen to, that we're not uh, led astray, that we're not out there comparing ourselves to others and, and, and letting the enemy highlight things that don't really matter to us. Let 
the Holy Spirit on the inside of you highlight things and learn to know what is real and is truth on the inside. Stay connected to your local church. Why? Because that's where your help is. That's what God has designed for us, especially in these last days that we all gather together and that the truth is preached, right? In power and demonstration so that we're not deceived and pulled away. Amen. Right. So we see here that we have to be fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. He has great things for us for these last days. He has joy and peace for us in these last days. Listen, when the world is depressed, he has joy and peace for us. He's already prepared the things that he has for us. We just need to walk in them. Remember over there in Ephesians, he said paths for us to walk in. How do do we know he has joy and peace for us? Well, he said over there, I believe it was in, uh, let's turn there, John 14, uh, 27. John 14, 27, he said, "In uh, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be trouble, troubled, ne- neither let it be afraid. Well, that's good news. I'm not, my heart's not going to be troubled. I'm not going to be out of peace in these last days. I'm going to be right smack dab in the middle of God's will for me in the last days. We're doing what he's called us to do. Are you doing what he's called you to do? Are you walking in joy and peace? Those are the, man, those are the, the meters for our walk with God. If we're not living in joy and peace, something's out of order. And so we need to really look at those things in our life. We need to really uh, say to ourselves, hey, am I walking in all that God has designed for me in these last days? Don't let yourself compare with others. Don't let the enemy lie to you and pull you away. Well, there's too much work to do. There's too much, there's too much to do in these last days, and he needs us all. He's, he's doing a great work in the earth today. Don't look around at all the things that are going on and listen to the news all the time and be pulled down by that. The truth is God's word, and he said he's coming back soon, and I believe it, and so I'm getting ready for it. I'll not look around to my left and my right. I'll not look behind me, but we'll keep our eyes straight ahead. Our, our path is growing brighter and brighter until full noonday. That's what the Word of God says, and I believe it. Well, I hope this helped you today. We are just, we are just having a great time talking about the truth of God's Word and what is reality. Until next week, we're praying for you and your families. We know that God is doing a great work in you, and we believe that these podcasts are helping you. Until next week, live in everyday revival.